You're welcome to a new series on Heckles of Silence. Please buckle up and enjoy the ride. Good evening, beautiful people. It's another Friday, the 23rd of October, 2020. And it's another time for our fortnight podcast, The Echoes of Silence. And with you, this Friday is your same when and only Adiola Dagro Oluwatose. The time is 8 p.m. If you remember last episode, we started a series which says The Journey of Rape, where I invited you to join me on this journey. But trust me, either you like it or not, you're already on that journey or with me. So this week, we will be continuing the series on the episode, The Journey of Rape, Part 2. Last week, I cited an instance of a story where a 17-year-old was raped. And I asked the question, when she stood up from the rape site, should she speak out? Should she not speak out? She's supposed to keep it to herself. And I asked for our thoughts about this. Okay, before I go to that side, when we hear or know about a rape story, we ultimately join a train. Yes, either you like it or not. Whether we are conscious of it or not, just that some of us get off the train sooner or later than the others. But the last passenger on the train is the victim of the rape, who might never get off the train, which means it might be a journey into infinity. At the mention of the story, some will just shake their heads and berate the rapist with words of their mouth and get down from the train. Yeah, Why did the rapist do this? Why did the rapist do that? He, he was drunk. Oh, this society is bad. This society is full of people who do not have the fear or do, do not have uh, a consciousness of the well-being of others. We will do that. And those people are the first set of people to get off the train. Some will blame the victims. Why was the victim where they were? when the rape occurred why were they dressed in this manner why will you be working in this type of place at this type of time so are some of those things that people will throw some of the darts that people will throw at the rape victim and when those ones throw the darts of blame at the victim they get off the train their job there is done others and uh, the society alight, also alight from the train at a point in time. What about families, friends, colleagues, mates, acquaintances, and so on? This wants to we get on the train and leave at a point in time. But trust me, the rape victim is always the last passenger to get off the train and sometimes they might never get off the train 
which is not really good. Okay, so let me start from the beginning. When you hear about a rape story, like I said, either intentionally or unintentionally, you have come on board the train. So, let's see how it works. Whenever you hear about a rest story like the example of the 17-year-old girl that I talked about, you already have a mind about such issues. But I want us to consciously come to the fact that it affects us either directly or indirectly. Yes, a lady was raped and you feel, well... She's not my daughter. God forbid it will not happen to my daughter. Okay. Or a guy was raped and you're like, ah, thank God it was not my son that was molested. Or, ah, thank God it is not uh, in my... The circumstance does not... The circumstance is not within uh, her, within my space. Or it's not affecting someone I know. But truly, it affects us. How? I'll tell you. Okay, this is how it works. The lady is raped. And let's go on the path. Let's tread on the path of she not voicing it out. She keeps this inside of her, bottled in. And... She has uh, some relationships with you. I don't mean marital, no. But I mean day-to-day relationship. I mean having contact with other people and relating with them. And because of this hatred, or maybe because of this bodily hen, she develops hatred for men. And there is a day you went to her office and you need help. And just because... You look like a rapist, or okay, or you dressed like a rapist, or you have the same attitude, or in short, she does not even want to know or to get to know you from the start, and that hinders the smooth running of that relationship that you should have with her. At that particular time. So, but if you had heard about it, you think, oh, sorry for uh, this rapist child. That's what they do. But you do nothing about it. It might come back one way or the other in affecting you, in affecting me. Okay, another instance is this a lady who has been raped. Oh, sorry. Let me stop using the example of a lady. Guys also get raped. A guy that has been raped or was molested, for instance, by the house help and he can't talk. He gets raped at home. And when you hear about this story anonymously, you feel, ah, God, which type of, what sort of house helps do we get these days? And you shake it off that way. You are the first set to get off the train. But 
the same child as a student in your class. And you as a teacher are trying to impart knowledge into this child. But we have to understand that the total well-being of a child are major factors that affect a child's education. And so, this child might have good financial support, good moral bringing, and all things working. But when there is emotional instability, then there is a disruption in the learning process of this kid. And sometimes you find out that a child that has been doing well stops or starts getting low grades. Or a child that has been cheerful and playful and very friendly starts to withdraw into his or a cocoon. For instance, the male child. But for you that got down, you know, very fast from the train after hearing the story and just seeing your own and shaking your head and you get off. But this child now comes to you and though it is a societal responsibility, but at that very point in time, that child in your classroom is your responsibility. So think about it. If you are taught about more ways in which that rape victim could have been helped, you would have been indirectly helping yourself in one way or the other. So think about us. Are you one of the first set of people that gets off the train? Do you feel it's far off from me? It's not what is happening to me or anyone close to me. So just shrug our shoulders and feel, well, it's that person's luck. And then you try to pray, it will never be my luck. It will never be my portion. Yes, nobody prayed for it. Even the victim didn't pray for it. But they were just victims of circumstance. And sometimes even the uh, perpetrator might not even have prayed for it. So, try to check it. Are you part of the set of people that just make their comments and just get off the train? So, for this episode, we have treated those that get off the train earliest. I believe you have been learning some lessons since we began the series. Please kindly forward your questions, comments, and contributions to plus two three four seven zero. 39786860 or you can send us a mail at to tosindagro at gmail.com shout out to mr andrew elijah and miss esther for their contributions and comments on the last episode i will also await your own comments and contributions also, a very big thank you and shout out to my producer, Ayodeji Adebola. Thank you very much. Remember, we are on a train ride. I love you. See you in a fortnight. Bye.